Hello everybody, I'm Dan Kui, Vice President of Sales and Business Development at Shaco, and with me today is Dexter Williams, Head of Marketing here at Shaco. All right, and today we're, we're gonna be talking about marketing. So, you know, a lot of things have changed since COVID. I mean, before COVID started, you know, a lot of things were changing on the marketing and sales front. So I think there's a number of things now that have set themselves in concrete. Um, and, you know, we probably could spend three days talking about those things. We absolutely could, Dan. I mean, there is, like, like you said, there's a lot of things that had begun to change in marketing in recent years, um, definitely accelerated by COVID and it's here to stay. So, I mean, we're, as we face a new normal, there are a lot of things that right. we as marketers and as sales people, we have to, we have to think about and reevaluate right. and better position ourselves for a, a post COVID world. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny because marketing and sales and engineering used to be all their own little silos within an organization. And today I think, what you're saying is that marketing really has become the center of revenue growth for a company. I mean, that's definitely true, Dan. And I know like here at Shaco, uh, you know, we work in tandem sales and marketing as it, as it should be um, across other organizations. I think that helps us a lot. Um, but with marketing being that center focus of everything a company does, whether it's from the sales, the messaging, um, just driving their, their growth strategy, driving their business strategy, business model, uh, I, I think that there's been a dynamic shift uh, in, in the marketing world to a more segment-based focused or mm. knowing your tribes, knowing, knowing your customers um, yeah. at a more granular level. And I think as marketing has come into that center, center pillar of a, you know, the, of a company's sales or growth strategy, that, that focus has really, really shifted to that segment. Yeah, I, I think you make a, a good point. Um, you know, it, it, this, this whole thing about marketing to individuals which was key for a lot of years has really changed. And we started to see the word tribes appear years ago, but since COVID, I mean, it really customer segmentation. So you're actually focusing on that segmentation, that demographic of a group of consumers has really taken a foothold. It, I mean, it, it really has. And so it's, it's key now more than ever that companies not only know their segments, know their customers, but they, you know, they're, they're listening to them, that they're, they're listening to not only their demands and their, and their needs, but they're also meeting them in a timely manner in circumstances and, and situations. And, and that's part of that segmentation process that's, that's happening across marketing. Yeah. So another interesting thing is prospects today. I, I, I mean, it used to be able to have a conversation, a couple of conversations with prospects and walk through things. And now today it's like speed dating. It really is. And one of the ways that, um, you know, as marketers or in, in marketing that we can help our customers be prepared for that speed yeah. date um, is, is offering information about ourselves, the product um, and, and our company across multiple different channels. Customers today, they're, they're not only you know, looking at your website, they're looking at your social media channels, yeah, they're looking absolutely. at reviews, yeah. they're, they're looking at yeah. everywhere. So it's important to keep a multi-channel approach yeah. in mind. Yeah, they really, you know, um, they really are prepared. And the other thing I find is they want exactly what they want, right? They know what they want more. I mean, they're, yeah, you still go through discovery with a lot of people and try to understand what's going on. But they, some customers come really prepared and say, this is what I want. And it's up to you to change your mind if you think it's different. I mean, we live in an on-demand world today. So yeah. I, everything that I want is at the you know, tip of my fingers, re really, on my phone. And it's got to be frictionless, right? It has, it's it has be to be frictionless. Otherwise, it's no good. Absolutely. So that, you know, deleting that app if it's not a frictionless experience. <laughs> yeah. Because we do. Um, in reality, we do live in an on-demand world, and consumers 
more than ever are expecting exactly what they want, when they want it, yeah. how they want it. A- absolutely. And it, it, it's just important that we're prepared to offer yeah. that to our customers. I think that is actually one of the biggest changes that's been accelerated by COVID and by this this new normal. Sure. It was taking place before, you know, but it's it's become the way yeah. of life yeah. today. What do you think about customer relationships? Uh, you know, what's your view on that? These I days? mean, they not only matter, they're the center of everything that we that we do as a company. Customer relationships are the number one most important thing I think that we can focus on um, and making sure that we are offering our customers a seamless, incredible experience uh, with our brand or with yeah. our company. Yeah. You know, it, it was interesting because, you know, all the years in sales, you, you know relationships are important. But what happened during COVID, I think, is that people who had relationships were better prepared to weather COVID than those who were trying to create relationships, right? So relationships to me in a sales mode right now, more than ever, are so important and I, you know, I, I just find myself wanting to reach out to more and more people to make sure that I'm touching base with them on a regular basis. I mean, ab- absolutely. And I think going back to the speed dating um, yeah. analogy we used a few minutes ago, it's that that's why it's so important to have to offer your customers everything you can so that they can prepare for for that speed date sure. again. Yeah. So because they're looking to invest in a relationship. So with a company, with a brand, today when, when a consumer makes a, a purchasing decision, yeah. um, they're they're more likely than not to to be making that decision based off of an alignment of their, their needs and, and their values. Right. And right. so it's you know it's it's just more and I think that, than ever. that face-to-face contact also makes a big difference. I mean we went to a visit one customer and they were all lined up when we came in and they were like it's so nice to see somebody in person, right? You don't have that anymore. In, in a world full of Zoom screens and Zoom, or Zoom meetings, it's, yeah, it's, it's incredible when you get to have face-to-face time, like, yeah. like we're getting to, um, you know, today at the office. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's more important than ever. Yeah. How about competition? How do you view competition? You know, like we know who our competitors are, but how do you view it in the marketing sense? Well, I think, that, I mean, Following up on the the relationship aspect and the importance that that has today for consumers, I mean, we really have to think about competition being a customer's last best experience. So when they left that relationship with that previous brand, they're looking to switch. They're looking to take the step above that. They're not looking for a lesser experience, right? So our our, our competitors really at the end of the day is not only um, you know maybe all the competition that we we think of on a day to day basis. Most right. companies know like have sure, a list of who their direct are, competitors yeah. are, but um, I think we have to keep in mind that it's it's definitely the the customers last best impression or experience. Yeah, I, I think that's probably true, especially given the climate. You know, they've, they've had limited exposure to other companies outside vendors, uh, except from video chat. And now that they're getting a chance to re-engage, I mean, it, it really is. What happened before, you know, dictates what's going to happen in the future. So we need to, we need to overcome that and, and address that. And I think it has to do with branding too, right? Our values. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. So I'd, here at Shaco, as you know, I mean, our values, right. they are center of everything that we do. It's not just on our website, but we, we really live them out every day. And I think a lot of companies are beginning to realize that they have to shift that focus to make their business a value-driven, value-centered, um, again, just business model. Because again, going back to the relationships and going back to the speed dating and you know everything we've discussed so far in this conversation is that 
customers are they're just looking for a real genuine trustable trusting values-driven right. relationship and yeah. it's just it's it's more important than you know ever it's, it's interesting because so i was in a, a conference and we were talking about uh, brand values uh, with a group and and I told the group that, you know, we at Shaco actually use our brand values as soft KPIs for our employees. I mean, I, I, we absolutely do. But going back, that's because our values are the center of everything that we do here. And so it's, again, it's not just words. Um, right. It's something that we live out. And so that's, that's one of the reasons we look at we look at those as KPIs. And I think it's important for, for companies today, again, because consumers are looking for genuine trusting connections um, with brands and companies. Yeah. It's it's. It's important that that we're actually yeah doing those values. I, you know we've had I think we've had recently two or three customers that actually sought out our values and said you know are you going to be compliant with with what we see as good corporate values and that's sustainability you know diversity all those sort of things customers are actually viewing um, that as a checkbox. That yeah. you're being selected. Absolutely are. And I mean, I know me personally, when I, you know, I look to, to make a purchase from a company or again, invest in that relationship, I'm looking to make sure that it lines up with my values, whether that's right. diversity, inclusivity, right. sustainability, one of the big ones today. Yeah. Um, and so it's, again, it's, it's center and crucial to everything we do. Well, we're in a changing world, that's for sure. <laughs> we are. So I, I don't even think it's a it's a new normal. I think it's just like the next normal. It is um, the next normal, you yeah. know. And I I think agility and our way of uh, moving quickly to adapt to it will make make us successful. I I mean that's the perfect way to sum up this conversation. And and I think one of the key takeaways that as marketers we should have um, as salespeople as companies in general is. Agility. It used to just be a, a tech term, you know. Right. I think, and, and we are a technology company, but right. it really is becoming more of a, a marketing um, state of mind. Staying agile, being able to just pivot to customer demand, customer needs, yeah. um, and what's happening in the market, right. and and just being able to position ourselves quicker, yeah. faster, and and better than than ever before. It's it's just well, crucial. You and I live apart from <laughs> oh, one another. We could do that too. Uh, yeah, you know, you're down yeah. in Florida, and I'm all the way up in the Northeast, and we we don't we're not able to get together much. But here we are uh, doing what sales and marketing should be doing, and we hope you found a, a little bit of this beneficial. <laughs>